Good morning. This is Dr. Odell Glenn of the OG Inspiration Show. Hoping you had an awesome week on last week and expecting great things this week. For the purpose of the OG Inspiration Show is to inspire, motivate, empower, enrich the lives of others through education, career planning, my own experiences, nonprofit organizations, authors, faith-based communities, coaches, entrepreneurs, professionals, and small business owners. The purpose of life is to live it, to taste experience, to turn obstacles into opportunity to the utmost and to reach out eagerly and without fear for newer and richer experiences. We have an innovative God and he is constantly challenging us to reflect his glory, to utilize the characteristics he has given each of us to move forward towards righteousness. And we must often be innovative in that task. And so as I begin each week, I like to begin with some quotes, uh, inspirational quotes to inspire you along the way. We have a very great person on the line with us this morning, and her name is Catherine Latoya Grant Austin, and she has come a long ways, but has a lot to offer us. And so I want to start off with this quote. His name is Vishkis Lakinen, and he said, epic things start with small, humble steps. Pay respect to your beginnings. And if you're just starting out, know that it's okay to be small at the beginning, to be messy and chaotic. Just make sure to never stop dreaming. And so that's really important. That's something we experience in life because sometimes it's not all the glamour and what we see in the glitter, it all it starts off very chaotic and very messy at the beginning, but you can take those. And if you never stop dreaming, you'll get to the goal and you'll see that all the mess and the chaotic stuff was really all a part of the process to get to where you need to go. Um, Joyce Meyer, she said, small beginnings are the launching pad to great endings. I'm a witness to that. Small beginnings is a launching pad to great endings. The great ending came from something that came out of nothing, a void that launched and grew your faith and grew your confidence. And then you become a part of that great ending to empower others who are at the beginning. That's an awesome, awesome quote. Another quote that I want to inspire you on this morning is by Vincent DePaul. He said, God always gives a great blessing to humble beginnings than to those that start with the chiming of bells. So yeah, sometimes, you know, if you start off with everything, you don't appreciate what you have unless you come from a very humble beginning or being in a position where you're not sure of what the next steps are. And the last quote that I want to leave today is coming from Charlie Chaplin. And he said, in the work of the greatest geniuses, humble beginnings will reveal themselves somewhere, but one cannot trace the slightest sign of them in Shakespeare. I am not concerned with who wrote the works of Shakespeare, but I can hardly think it was the Stratford boy. Whoever wrote them had an aristocratic attitude. Now that's very deep because sometimes we credit a name to success, but sometimes it's those that's behind the scenes 
And sometimes it's, I like to say the quiet ones that are not always vocal because loud is not always vocal. Sometimes loud is soft, a soft spirit. Sometimes it is acts of kindness behind the scenes. And so sometimes the credit may not come to those who we see as important or famous, but they have been built up with people who work behind the scenes. So I think that's really interesting for us to take as food for thought on this week. And so as mentioned, we have a great guest with us this morning, and her name is Catherine Latoya Grant Austin. Kathleen Latoya Grant Austin is an Amazon number one bestseller, entrepreneur, and international award-winning executive for a Fortune 300 company. She is the CEO and co-founder of Art Financial Solutions, LLC, as well as the Queen of Austin Kingdom. Kathleen Latoya holds a Bachelor of Science degree in Business Administration from the University of Connecticut, as well as a Master of Business Administration from the University of Massachusetts. In addition, her educational experience, her finance, she has worked in the financial industry for 20 plus years. Currently, Catherine is an executive holding the position director global cash operations. She is responsible for the strategic liquidity planning of the company's $15 million billion revenue, cash mobilization and consolidation and treasury technology transformation. Catherine has implemented numerous processes for efficiency and cash optimization, a world-class treasury management system, and centralization of global payment and reporting processing. Catherine's services are the result of projects earning distinguished awards, Treasury Management International, Innovation and Excellence Corporate Recognition Award for Treasury Team of the Year, Alexander Hamilton Award for Technology Excellence, FIS Impact Award for Corporate. Catherine is the co-founder and CEO of Art Financial Solutions, LLC. Art Financial Solutions specializes in strategic vision planning regarding liquidity and treasury technology. They provide consulting services and analysis before small businesses and corporations. Art Financial Solutions services the community and educational organizations by providing financial literacy and training. Austin Kingdom, a DBA of Art Financial Solutions, is a lifestyle brand that teaches individuals the necessary tools to increase their net wealth. Austin Kingdom provides financial coaching to promote a wealth mindset and ensure that each king, queen, and their kingdom can continue to thrive financially. The goal is to build generational wealth. Catherine's thrust for finance is a result of growing up and seeing the adverse effects of poverty in her community. She has dedicated herself to public service, especially financial literacy for youth to help aid community members. Catherine is an active member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, where she continues to serve the community. She has served as a budget coach for Co-Opportunity and was involved with the Village for Family and Children's Financial Literacy Program. Catherine has served as a member of the Academy of Finance Advisory Board for the East Hartford Board of Education, board members of Agape Fellowship Ministries, and program director for COA Enrichment Program. Catherine's purpose is to continuously provide education 
to individuals and promote growth for the betterment of our communities. After this short commercial break, we will come back and interview Catherine LaToya Grant Austin. Are you a full-time caregiver for a loved one with a terminal illness? Do you feel overwhelmed at times? Do you often feel as if there is no hope? Well, with over 12 years of caregiving experience for two parents alone, in addition to writing a dissertation, fulfilling ministerial obligations, working home-based businesses, and radio personality responsibilities, Dr. Odell Glenn has found the time and has had the energy to write a book to inspire and empower other caregivers. Purchase his book entitled, Caregiving, the inspirational manual on his website at www.ogcaregiving.com. And you can also book him to come and speak at your next event, function, or club. Again, the website is www.ogcaregiving.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Orlando Morris McCauley Jr., a candidate for Episcopal service in the AME Church. I'm the father of three young men and one daughter who are millennials. Their vision and concept of church is quite different than tradition. One of my visions as candidate for bishop is to find innovative ways for which millennials can exercise their gifts and share their vision, especially through technology. There are a few ways you can help the Macaulay for Bishop campaign by donating monetary gifts. You may do so by visiting our website at www.macaulayforbishop.com and clicking on the donation page on the menu. You may donate using the Cash App or the Givelify options. Your gift can make a huge difference in the life of the church. Find us on Facebook at Macaulay for Bishop 2020. Share our link, promote what we do, or find out how to volunteer. The Lord blessing keep you is my prayer. Does your child have an interest in STEM? Is he or she always asking the why questions? With four engineering degrees behind him, Dr. Glenn can help you better navigate the process. Sign up on his website at www.ogstem.com for newsletters, his upcoming book, and webinars dedicated to STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. The key to success is to plan early. It's never too early to plan. Do you need a certain SAT score to get into the college of your choice? Well, Dr. Odell Glenn can help you get it. The three-tier foundation offers online SAT prep classes. Dr. Glenn will show you test strategies and tactics needed to get the score you want. The exam is beatable with a proper coach. We are open to working with individuals, schools, and groups for six-week online sessions. Sign up at www.3tierfoundation.com forward slash SAT dash preparation. That's www.3tierfoundation.com forward slash SAT dash preparation. Do you have that burning desire to educate, empower, and inspire community? We here at WDRB Media provide you with such wonderful opportunities to make such a positive impact. So step out on faith and make a significant difference with your gift. We care about your voice and the impact it has. Call 1-877-342-7770 and provide them with the code 1349 to begin the process. That's 1-877-342-7770 and code 1349. Well, welcome back, radio audience. This is Dr. Odell Glenn. We have a very special guest with her, us this morning, and her name is Catherine Austin. Catherine, can you greet the audience? 
Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you for having me, Dr. Odell Glenn and the OG Inspiration. I am ecstatic to be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, Catherine, you grew up in Hartford, Connecticut, which is somewhere I lived for over 15 years. Can you tell us a little bit about your upbringing? No problem. So, I am what they call a community baby. And so I grew up in the era where the community was tight and basically came together and raised the youth, right? And so what does that mean? I had family members that I would stay with and I had, you know, various uncles, aunts, cousins that would all take part in raising us. I lived with my grandmother and my grandfather. Unfortunately, you know, my mother, I grew up during the 80s, and unfortunately, my mother succumbed to, at that time, the crack epidemic. So she suffered an addiction. And so I was raised by my grandparents and my cousins. And growing up in that time, it was fun, but it was also scary, right? It was a heightened, like I said, of the crack epidemic, it was drugs and gangs and a lot going on, but it was also a lot of love, right? So I can't just sit here and say it was all bad because it wasn't. And so it was interesting. It was interesting. But growing up, I saw things that the average individual in this country probably doesn't know, right? So there was a lot of violence, right? And a lot of the individuals that I grew up with either are dead at this point in jail, or, you know, some of them became prostitutes, just lived a life that statistics said that they would, to be quite honest. Fortunately for me, I took a different path. I knew that I didn't want those things. I knew that I wanted to try to do something different, and I didn't know what, but school was always easy to me. And so I took the path of education. I was the first person in my family to graduate from college and go on to obtain my master's. And it showed me a different environment. It showed me different opportunities that I just didn't have growing up. Great. Awesome. Awesome. And so that goes back to the quote that I mentioned earlier. Epic things start from humble beginnings. And you have to pay respect to your beginnings because although they may be small and chaotic, you should never stop dreaming. And that is what Catherine Austin did. She never stopped dreaming. And she has now taken off to higher heights to now in public the world. And so let's talk about your bachelor's degree in business administration from the University of Connecticut. Can you tell us a little about that program? And then After you do that, let's talk about how that helps shape and build what you are doing today. No problem. So yeah, so I went to the University of Connecticut. I enrolled in their School of Business, and I obtained a Bachelor's of Science in Business Administration. I started off at Stores Campus, and I'll be honest, I felt like I didn't belong, right? Coming from the environment that I came from and then going Mm -hmm. to a predominantly white institution sitting in the classroom full of 300 people with only a handful looking at me, I I just didn't feel like I belonged. And so I struggled like the first year of college because it felt foreign to me. 
it was new. I couldn't ask too many people, like, you know, is this normal? Like, what should I expect? What are some of the things that I can do? Who can be a resource? Because I was charting uncharted territory at that point. And so I remember being in the lecture and just walking out. And so here's a few things to say. So remember, school was easy to me. So I received a full ride to the University of Connecticut. I didn't have any student loans. Great. And yes, it was wonderful. It was absolutely wonderful. But at the time, right, I didn't understand it. So we're talking about the humble beginnings. I didn't understand it. I didn't realize how significant that was. And I would come home every weekend and I would come home to what was familiar and I would come home to do things that I shouldn't have been doing to be with, you know, family members who didn't have the same path as me. And ultimately, I decided that this school thing, quote unquote, wasn't for me. And it really wasn't that it wasn't for me. It was that it was unfamiliar. And so I always use this term to this day. You have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable in order to grow. Exactly. And I was uncomfortable and didn't realize that I was in a season of growth. All I could feel was the the uncomfortable feeling of being there and feeling like I didn't belong. So ultimately, I withdrew. And I'll never forget it. I went to the registrar's office and I said, yeah, I want to withdraw from school. And it was like, oh, you got to go to financial aid so that they can do something with your student loans. And I said, I don't have any student loans. And I remember the look on the woman's face. She just looked at me. She was like perplexed. But she didn't say anything. She allowed me to withdraw. She didn't tell me that, you know, if you withdraw, you won't have a prior GPA for your scholarships. And so you could potentially lose your scholarship renewal. She didn't say any of those things to me. And granted, it probably wasn't her place. But I ended up withdrawing. And I went back to what was known. And I just realized one day after a few months like this is not it I'm going to end up like quote unquote they said I would Mm -hmm. I'm going to end up in jail like they said I would I'm going to end up on drugs like they said I would and it just wasn't for me so I went back and I Mm re-enrolled and I had student loans and I had no clue what was going on but I had a newfound determination that I was going to make it. Amen. And so the University of Connecticut, I went back, finished my degree, received uh, my degree, majored in business and technology, minored in finance, and worked through college. So I was full-time working at a bank and also full-time student. And so when we say humble beginnings, I had to want it. I had to want it. And, you know, I always say God will teach you the lesson as many times as he needs to teach you the lesson for you to get it. Mm -hmm. And so for me, the lesson was anything that you want, you can have, but you have to be willing to work for it. Yes, exactly. And that has been the lesson, the lesson. And now that I have the lesson, I know, okay, you know what? That uncomfortable feeling, oh, that's growth. That's growth. I'm okay with it. Right. But it was literally coming from the environment that I I came from, going to the University of Connecticut, experiencing that discomfort and then working full time 
and going to school full time when I didn't have to in the beginning because, you know, I had the full ride, but I didn't know any better. So doing all of that to be able to say I did it, I wanted it bad enough to do it. And that degree opened up doors for, you know, opportunities in corporate institutions and so forth that I wouldn't have had those opportunities had I not gone to get that degree. Awesome. 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 And so as a man of education, I'm also a college professor, I actually taught at Eastern Connecticut State University, as nice. well as Manchester Community College and Capital Community College at one time. I applaud you and anybody that is listening to this interview, I applaud Catherine for coming on to tell her authentic story, because if you. you are on the fence of not going back or finishing what you start and you are in a similar situation, you want to take that and use the story as fuel and motivation to continue because it opens up doors for you that no man can shut. And it also speaks to your perseverance and faith. And it encourages you to go beyond what it looks like and go beyond what you see to what you envision. And so this is one of the reasons why my show is here to inspire is because of guests like Catherine who come on and share their authentic space. And so I applaud you for that, Catherine. Now, Catherine, you also went back to school to get a master of business administration from the University of Massachusetts. After all of that going working full time and overcoming the odds at an undergraduate university, what made you go back to school to get a master's? So interesting enough, I had set out, I think I was probably maybe at the time 20, maybe 20 or 21. And I had a list of goals that I said that I wanted to achieve by the age of 30. I just wrote them down, (laughs) like literally just wrote them down. And I was on this mission. And so I'm going to be quite honest. Part of it was self-motivated and part of it was a little toxic, right? Because there was this element where individuals stated that I was going to be messed up, right? Background, needing to live with different family members due to my family situation with my mom. You know, my grandparents were hard workers. And so they worked second and third shift at some predominant factories in East Hartford and in Connecticut. And just at times, right, they just didn't have, they weren't available to be with me and I had to live with family members. And I just distinctively remembering that there was this comment that I was going to be messed up. And so fast forward, I'm on a mission. I'm not, I, I have something to prove. And so part of it, was self-motivating and the other part of it was toxic because I was trying to prove that I was going to be okay. So I, I put this list together and on that list, I, it's, you know, when I think back now, I should say this, I accomplished everything on that list. Mm-hmm. But when I think back now, I, it was only by the grace of God. So I said, I'm going to be married by the age of 30. I'm going to have a home by the age of 30. I'm going to have an MBA by the age of 30, and I'm going to start and own my own business by the age of 30, right? So those were four things that I put down, and I had some other items. But those were 
things that were attached to what people would deem as, you know, successful, right? And so I finished the bachelor's. I am working in corporate and I'm like, no, 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 got to go get the MBA. I did my MBA in three semesters. So anybody who is looking to go back and, and you're looking for an advanced degree, normally it's two years, right? They tell you it's two years. I completed the MBA in three semesters. I did the summer of 2009, the fall of 2009, spring 2010, walked in May of 2010. But what I don't tell people a lot of times was not only did I complete the MBA, I was pregnant with my first child. I got married and bought a house all within a matter of months. Wow. And so... um, it was one of the most critical times of my life because it was a season of transition. But it was definitely worth it because, as I said, God was teaching the lesson multiple times until you get it, right? And so it was, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be driven and so forth. And I benefited from every single one of those things. But the reality was I did it and I did it in a time span that worked looking back, but time waits for nobody. So (laughs) there were some things, you know, you're working, you're full-time in graduate school, you're searching for a home and you've just gotten married. Right. Along with being pregnant. So it was a lot. But again, just starting out, the reason why I did it solely was because I had this list of goals and I was determined and I was going to ensure that I obtained all of those goals by the age of 30. Now, what I didn't say was, I was 26 at the time. So literally I obtained everything by the age of 26. That's a blessing. And that is empowering to young adults as well. So I think of the scripture, write the vision down and make it plain. Mm -hmm. And at the beginning of the year, I usually tell people to write down what on a piece of paper and don't share it with anybody. And you did exactly what I normally instruct people to do and then pray over it and watch God bring it to pass in the next couple of years. And usually after three or five years, people come back and say, you know what? I asked this for that, this and the other. It's already manifested or I could see the manifestation in the next couple of months or so. And so it works, audience. It really works. Take the time to reflect, to meditate. And then to write your goals and your what you see you doing, what your gifts, what is your purpose, what is your destiny in life? Mm-hmm. And it can be done. The mind is a terrible thing to waste. The mind is very powerful. And when it's set in stone to do certain things, it usually that is usually the mind of God to empower you for your purpose. And you will find that. If you write those things down, writing is a very important, critical issue. I mean, Catherine tell you, we're going to talk about her book soon. I'm an author myself. Writing empowers you as well as it empowers the reader. And so when you start writing your visions down and looking at putting goals and dates and times on when you want things to happen, your enemies, your they can't understand it because you have made up in your mind that you want to go 
to X, Y, and Z. Can you expound upon that, Catherine? Absolutely. So I think something that people forget is that, you know, this universe is made of energy. Mm -hmm. And so the law of attraction is real. It's absolutely real, right? Because the energy is recycled. It recycles. And what you put out, you get back. And so when you write down a goal and you make it plain, you are putting it in the atmosphere. And what happens is, One, you're aligned with your higher being, your God, right? And then two, you're vibrating that energy back to bring it back to you. And so it's no coincidence that if someone says, you know what, I'm really going to get that black on black X5 by, you know, in a year, that's really what I want. And I know it's material. That's a whole different story, but let's just go with this, right? It's no coincidence that you're driving and all of a sudden you continue to see this black on black X5. Every single time you turn, you see that car. You see it, you see it, you're driving on a highway. You see it in a parking lot, right? It's not because it wasn't there previously. It's because you have now put that in your mind, put that in your thoughts, put that on your paper, right? And the universe is aligning the energy and attracting it to you. And now you're conscious and you can see it. And then that's half the battle. The other half the battle is doing it. And because it's in your mind, you're going to stay steadfast with that goal. You're going to be in alignment. And so it is very true, as it said, write down the plan and make it plain. Because you are going to attract what it is that you're putting out into the universe. Exactly. Exactly. I teach a course called Thermodynamics. It's a science course. And there's a law that says energy is conserved. Basically energy in is equal to energy out Mm -hmm. and gravity, kinetic energy, potential energy, flow energy, what goes in must come out and it's balanced. And so, as you just mentioned, Catherine, the universe is balanced world and you have to be able to tag that energy to know that it's all a law of attraction. It comes back to what you, you, you're looking for. What you're looking for is looking for you. And yep. so you have to marry that to make things happen in the world. And so the Bible also says faith without works is dead. You can't just mm-hmm. sit and wish. You got to work that thing. You got to work yeah, it every day right. and meet your contacts and network and do what you need to do to make all of that come together as a cohesive one. So what you just mentioned was very powerful and your testimony speaks to it. Guys, we're going to take a short commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to dive deep into all the things Catherine LaToya is doing now past her bachelor's degree and her master's and what she is doing and empowering within community and how you can then reach out to her to have her come and speak at your events after this short commercial break. Do you have that burning desire to educate, empower, and inspire community? We here at WDRB Media provide you with such wonderful opportunities to make such a positive impact. So step out on faith and make a significant difference with your gift. We care about your voice and the impact it has. Call 1-877-342-7770 and provide them with the code 1349 to begin the process. That's 1-877-342-7770. 
and code 1349. In need of a motivational speaker for your upcoming event? Dr. Glenn speaks at school graduations, public gatherings, colleges, and universities. In addition, he is a national radio personality as well as published author. Have him speak at your next in-person or online event at 3tierfoundation at gmail.com. That's the number 3tierfoundation at gmail.com. Does your child have an interest in STEM? Is he or she always asking the why questions? With four engineering degrees behind him, Dr. Glenn can help you better navigate the process. Sign up on his website at www.ogstem.com for newsletters, his upcoming book, and webinars dedicated to STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. The key to success is to plan early. It's never too early to plan. Well, welcome back, radio audience. This is Dr. Odell Glenn with Catherine Austin here. We have been inspired by her background, her testimony, and her empowerment of education. And now we want to dive into some of the projects she is working on now. Catherine, you have so many. Which project would you like <laughs> to start off with um, in the community? No problem. So um, I'll start with Austin Kingdom because that gets important. So Austin Kingdom is a, a BBA um, of Art Financial Solutions. It's a, it's a social lifestyle brand. That's what my husband and I call it. And it's, it's a kingdom that, um, you know, we've built, right? So we talk in terms of kingdom, kings, queens, princess, princess, um, prince and princesses, because that's what, that's what we're instilling in our household, right? But the root of it is, is really talking about obtaining that wealth, talking about leaving a legacy, building an empire so that, you know, it can thrive generation after generation after generation. It's something that's not talked about a lot in the African-American community, right? Simply just because of systematic issues, right, where slavery how many ever years ago and now where we are just that big gap in wealth right um but that doesn't mean that we can't obtain it and half the battle is really showing our community that it is attainable right Right. it's not about hitting the lottery and and wishing in the sky that you make it big you can do things today that will align you and your legacy right to thrive and so we talk about that. It's a project that my husband and I are working on, and we're just getting the word out there, just so that the community can know simple things. You know, get get life insurance, right? That's one of the main things, right? A lot of people think about legacy yes. leaving simply. You know, I'm going to leave a savings account, or I'm going to leave some type of money. You can leave a legacy by making sure that the next generation doesn't have to struggle the way that you struggle simply by not leaving them any debt, making sure that life insurance covers your obligations, and then leaving them with enough funds to have a leg up, right, as they continue. Exactly, exactly. You know, Catherine, you said a mouthful, and I just want to start off with what you and your husband are doing, just by calling people kings and queens. Sometimes People need to hear that because there's so much negative stereotype of who we are 
and who others are by name calling from the world. But we are kings and queens. And when you call that into the atmosphere, especially a child, and they take that and hear that throughout their journey through life, they adopt that queen and king mentality. And it's nothing that they can't do. They become unstoppable. So just right there, instilling that term onto people's consciousness of who they are makes a huge difference and impact on their lives. The second part that I love about your um, organization is that you are empowering communities through financial literacy. You know, this past pandemic, unfortunately, almost every week when people have passed unexpectedly, you see these GoFundMe, 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 but you know, and those things are there for times and they are needed at certain times. But what if we empower people early on for financial wealth and community to build, to maintain wealth and to determine that to give out to community so that that won't be a problem? So you talked about ensuring, making sure life insurance and other aspects can build upon that. And today is really empowering because today jobs are fading. So you have to have second or third sources of income to build wealth. It's not so much now about jobs. You mentioned your grandparents worked at the factories and the manufacturing plants in Connecticut. Well, a lot of those are going away now. And so you have to now look at other ways to create and online sources and work at home sources to build infinite income. And so what you're doing, you and your husband are doing is awesome. Can you tell us what are some of the things in the community? Like, do you have classes in your community or do they contact you through online coaching? How does that work? So, yeah, so we, we do have online coaching and we offer financial coaching to individuals tailored to, you know, their unique needs. We actually just rolled out our first online course, Kingdom Wealth Journey. And Mm -hmm. it's a four-week course that takes individuals through the basics, you know, budgeting, debt management, credit review, all the way through savings and making sure that they have the proper items in place, such as insurance, such as literally, like I can go on. I'm just, it's, it's unique in the sense where it's going to be tailored to the individuals, but it's the basics, right? As we talk about finances. And so we just, we actually just closed registration and we're working with the registrants, the clients, and it's phenomenal, right? It's phenomenal because if you have a goal of purchasing a home, if you want to start a business, right? There's certain things that you have to have in place to be able to do those things. And so we're going on this journey one client at a time through the Kingdom Wealth Journey course so that they can build up. And then again, one of the interesting things that we found is a lot of people are embarrassed about their financial situation, right? But it's also mindset work that we do simply for that reason. You have to forgive yourself, right? Sometimes you don't know financial literacy wasn't something that was predominant Mm -hmm. in the school system, right? And even today, you know, there's a lot of literature out there, but it's not to the point where we're getting students at an early age to plant that seed, right? And so that they have that knowledge. So we used to go in the school systems to do training and a lot of that has stopped. 
sometimes due to budget constraints and COVID at this point, right, a lot of things are virtual, but we still are getting that information out there, right? We still give tips on our social media platforms. We used to do Treasury Tuesday, where we would come in and we would talk to other kingdoms about finances and give them tips and tricks of the trade when it comes to financial aspects. We also do money date night, right? Because there is this thing where people think that the number one reason for divorce is infidelity, and really it's finances, right? So when you are not aligned in your kingdom from a financial standpoint, it creates chaos throughout the kingdom. You have to be aligned. And so we do money date night where we have couples register and then we just talk about how do you communicate about your finances in your household and we give them, you know, different tips and different tricks of things that they can do and we implore them to have their own money date night, right? Get a cadence in your kingdom about reviewing your finances. You can't change what you don't know and you won't know it if you're not looking at it. Right. So it, we literally go through education, we go through mindset, we go through the communication, but we all do it in the spirit of all of our kingdoms need to thrive. So wherever you are and whatever mistakes that you've made throughout your financial journey, let it go. Let it go. It's a new day. You have an opportunity to change it. And we want to be able to assist you with doing that. Awesome. 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 It's almost like it's a ministry that you and your husband are doing because finances are really the bread and butter of supporting a ministry. When we look at the ministry of Jesus, basically Mary Magdalene, she supported the fishermen. They supported the ministry. So finances were very critical part. And if you don't have that, the Bible even says money answers all things. So if you don't have that consciousness of where to put it and to make it grow, then you're basically losing yourself along the trail. And so what your art financial solutions is doing is a wonderful thing in community. How can people reach you? Can you give your websites out or your social technology, social media sites so that people can reach you in case they want to connect with you and move further? No problem. So Austin Kingdom is on social media Instagram and Facebook at at Austin Kingdom, A-L-S-T-O-N-K-I-N-G-D-O-M. But if you are looking for to contact, I have everything through my website. And so you can get to Art Financial, you can get to our social media links and all of that, our email, right? You can get to all of that through the website, www.grantaustin, G-R-A-N-T-A-L-S-T-O-N dot com. On that website, you'll be able to connect with us. You'll be able to get to the Art Financial Solutions website. You'll be able to get to our social media platforms. You'll be able to purchase the book, Bless Not Broken. Like it's all there on the website. And so that's a direct connection to everything through um, myself and our kingdom. Awesome. Awesome. Catherine, your Art Financial Solution LLC also specializes and strategic vision planning regarding liquidity and treasury technology for small businesses. Can you speak to that audience? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I am an executive for a corporate Fortune 300, and I govern all of the company's cash. That's just what I do. So money, 
I am not shy or, you know, new to money, right? And what I found was that what the large corporations do, it's really the same that the small businesses should do, right? I think that there's this misconception out there where you start a small business and you learn as you grow or until you get to a certain level, right? You're kind of operating as this sole entity. That's really not the case, to be quite honest, right? A small business is just a micro corporation. And there are things that corporations do that small businesses need to do. And so what we do with our financial solutions is we sit down and we talk to small businesses and we put them on a path, the same exact path that a corporation would be on, right? We just use the tools that are available that are not, you know, as expensive as a corporation would have. We use those same tools and the same systems with small businesses to give you an example. A lot of people don't realize that as a small business, right? You know, there's things where, okay, yeah, you have a business account. Yes, you're separating it. But what happens if that business account is compromised, right? And when I say compromised, there's a lot that's going on with fraud. And so a lot of people don't know the structure in which you should have your bank account. A lot of people don't know that, yes, you have now separated your financials from your personal, which is great. But have you protected yourself from taking a loss on that business solely because your information was compromised on the internet? Right. How do you do that? Are you looking at your financials? Do you know how to run a balance sheet of your financials? A balance sheet is not just for a corporation. A balance sheet is for a small business. You have to treat your business in a sense where you want to scale and you want to grow. And so we sit down and we go through that process. We have our small business clients through our business finance accelerator, a six-week program, where we literally go through setting them up properly with their business finances understanding what their vision is for their small business and putting in place a system that they can scale and grow as their business grows. They're not being retroactive when they get to a certain level trying to put things in place. No, you already have those things. And so you can go out and you can scale your business and not have to worry about that financial piece because it's already in place. Awesome. Awesome. So Catherine, you are really working with not only individuals, but small businesses and making that a cohesive journey. Because many people think, hey, I'm going to go start a business, but there's a lot of things you need to separate your personal finances from your business. You also need to have a plan. You also need to have a five-year plan and that through helping not only large businesses, but small businesses. And also, do you do anything with the treasury technology? What is that? So treasury technology, everyone's like, what is that? And so in the corporate world, treasury technology exists of, you know, payment portals, it exists of treasury management systems, you know, different types of software, right? And so from a corporation perspective, you know, there are discussions that happen where there's a lot of advising in what software and what works and how to leverage your banking relationships. But from a small business perspective, everyone looks at that and like, what is that? Get out of the spreadsheet. Get out of the spreadsheet. Do you realize Mm -hmm. how tasking it is to actually be in a spreadsheet and trying to figure out what's coming in and going out because solely you're in a spreadsheet. So it's the same concept. 
It's the same, you know, we say treasury technology, but it's software. It's software that's allowing you to do the mundane task of your business and automate them. That's what it is. It's pulling you from out of the manual processes and automate them for your small business. Literally, same concept, right? And so all we're doing is taking the corporate strategies, right? Those corporate things that we instill every day as we are, you know, doing our quote unquote nine to fives, me as an executive, it's taking that same knowledge and applying it to small businesses so that when they do scale, they can be ready. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we now know what treasury technology (laughs) represents. Thank you so much, Catherine. No problem. Um, Catherine, what advice would you give to a person, a couple who wants to start a nonprofit or a business, small business? What are some of the steps? What are five steps you would give to them to say these will work and this is what you should do now so that you won't have problems later? No problem. So I'm going to speak from a financial perspective. That's my gift. Well, the first thing actually, it's not necessarily financial. So the first thing is, if you are looking to establish a business, determine what type of business that you want. I know that there are a lot of individuals who are multi-passionate. I'm one myself, right? You know, I have different things going on. We have author, I have Austin Kingdom, we have our financial, right? But I know that I'm operating in the gift of finances. That is my gift, right? So determine what type of business it is that you want to establish. And before you go and do anything else, determine what the long-term goal is. And here's the thing. You may not, not even may not, you will not have the steps to get to that goal. You won't have it day one. You won't have it. But the goal is important. Because the goal is going to allow you to understand what it is you're trying to do. And it's going to be your why. Entrepreneurship is not for the faint at heart. It is not, right? So if you're starting that nonprofit, that small business or anything in between, it is not for the faint at heart. You have to be very strong-willed. You have to be determined. And you have to have something that's bigger than you just having a thought that keeps you going. So establish what it is that you want to do and why that long-term goal. And then determine, and now I'm going to get into just structuralize, determine what type of business you want from a legal perspective, right? You want to legalize your business. That's what makes it official, right? If you are, you know, doing some things on the side and that's great, that's a hobby. But if you want a business, then you want to legalize that business and you can do it in multiple ways. You can create a DBA, right, where you are um, doing business under yourself, but you have now a business name and you can get what's called an employer identification number, EIN, number to that DBA name, right? So you can do an LLC, you know, if you are doing it with somebody, right? All of those things, you definitely probably want to talk to someone just to make sure, but You want to legalize it. And the reason why you want to do that is for a few reasons, right? You want to separate you from the business, right? You want to make sure that you are being taken seriously and you want to have that face of the business. I then, and some people will say, some people, you know, well, you want to wait before you invest. I personally would say, get a website, get a website. Your website may just be, you know, who you are, 
what you sell, how to contact you. But here's the thing. We are in a space of technology where the first thing that people will ask you is, do you have a social media platform? Do you have a website? It's almost like that's what makes you official. Mm -hmm. And you want people to be able to find you, right? Um, Even if you don't have, you know, some people get caught up on, oh, you have to have so many followers, you have to have this. No, literally, if you establish your business with certain business fundamentals, then the business will come whether you have two followers or 20,000 followers, right? And one of those things is being able to be found on the internet as a business, and that's the website. So I would say, make sure that you get the website. So one, establish that long-term goal, what type of business you're trying to have and what goal, you know, your long-term business goal. Two, make sure that you are registered with some type of business entity. Whatever works for your business, that's fine, but some type of business entity. Three, get you a website. Literally, GoDaddy, you can do like $20 a month or something just for a website, a domain, right? Get you a website. And then after you do those three, the fourth thing is determine what you're selling. So you would be surprised how many people have like the first three, but then they're not producing anything. Like a business is about sales, right? Even if you are a nonprofit, it's still about generating some type of income to be able to provide for the community need or whatever you're providing for, right? So what are you selling? What are you selling? And how are you going to sell that? And then the last thing, this is my favorite, make sure people can pay you. My coach said a confused mind will not buy. (laughs) A confused mind will not buy. So if you are selling something and I have to figure out how to pay you, I'm offset. Right. Mm -hmm. And so those are the five things that I would suggest anybody who's trying to start a business, nonprofit, any type of organization. Those are the five things that you start with. Awesome, valuable information. You want to adhere to those five things because those are the basis of the foundation of a business. And if they're not defined and clear cut early, it's going to be scattered later. And so you want to keep that in your mind as you move forward. The last thing we want to talk about, Catherine, is your book, Blessed But Not Broken. Could you tell us a little bit about that and what made you write that book? No problem. So Blessed Not Broken, um, I have to give a shout out to the visionary author Tamara Mitchell Davis because her concept is just amazing. She's great at what she does. She got 10 women together to write about our journey from our pain to our purpose. And if you know anything about pain, (laughs) when you're in it, you're Mm. in it. You are in it, right? And (laughs) a lot of times when you are going through that pain, you feel alone. You feel alone. And so her concept was to get these 10 women. We are all our CEOs. We all are wives. Mm -hmm. And we all have stories to tell. So to get us together to talk about how we went from our pain to fulfilling our purpose or even walking in a purposeful journey. Powerful. And it goes without saying, I do have to say this, we're all African-American women. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And the reason why that is 
phenomenal because there is this, this thing in the universe where African-American women can't work together, right? And so it just going from us all being CEOs, from us all being wise to us all being African-American working together to produce an Amazon best-selling book in 10 different categories. And we launched in the middle of a pandemic. Wow. So the book itself is a journey. It takes you through 10 different stories. And there is not one person who would not be able to pick up that book and not relate to at least one of those stories. And so you had individuals talking about um, domestic violence. You have individuals talking about mental health. You have individuals talking about loss and grief. Literally, there's in a spectrum of, of stories. And, and the book is just powerful. The book is powerful. But again, Tamara Mitchell Davis, visionary, visionary author, it was the first time that I was able to put author on my name and, you know, to come out as a best-selling author was amazing. Amazing. Awesome. Awesome. Audience, you want to go and get that book, Blessed But Not Broken, as Catherine mentioned It is a book about sharing authentic journeys. Grief, pain is part of the journey. Just as much as joy and happiness and love is, we all have to go through, if we're here on planet Earth, the part of pain and hurt. But again, as I mentioned in my quotes earlier, those are part of the journey to help you because you become epic after that because then you see, okay, you become the best authentic voice for a community or a group of people who may not have gone through that. Just as Catherine was mentioned, I was thinking of myself going through caregiving of two parents by myself, caring for them, but yet and still finishing my doctorate and now radio post personality. So you use pain points to help build upon. And as I wrote my book, I was really healing myself as I wrote my experiences of caring and the doctors saying there's no cure for this, that, and the other. But as I wrote, others are being blessed in, but I was writing and was in tears because it was healing me. So a lot of times you're basically healing yourself, but then it empowers that spills over. It's like the overflow. It flows over to empower others. Then, as Catherine mentioned, you realize that you've already birthed your purpose. Can you talk to that, Catherine? Oh, my goodness. So writing a book, I mean, you you hit it on the nail. You go through so many things writing a book, right? So many what ifs, right? You go through a period of, um, am I really ready to tell my story? You go through a period of just feeling like, you know, you're going to be judged, right? Because everybody's journey is just, it isn't pretty. It's not pretty. That's what makes us all unique. And so, (laughs) so when I wrote my chapter, my chapter, I was very vulnerable and it was the first time, and this is something that I don't say often, but it was the first time that I merged my personal life with my corporate life. And so if you can imagine just coming from an environment where I came from and then being an executive governing all of this money, right? <laughs> You're just like, uh, I'm not sure, you know, if my authentic self can be brought to the table simply just because you don't want to be judged. 
But I realized, you know what, there is someone who needs to hear my story. There is a young lady who's coming from the same environment who needs to understand that they too can make it, right? There is someone who looks like me, right, who is doubting themselves about their journey and their career, right? Thinking that because they look a certain way or their hair is a certain way or they're, you know, or where they come from, that they can't be that executive or that they have to change who they are, right? There's someone, a mother, a queen, a wife like me, who felt like they wanted to give up. It's a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure, right? And so in that, telling my story, I had to. I had to because I knew that in my journey, there was someone that would be blessed and someone who could say, I can too. And someone who needed to grant themselves some grace. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And thank God you did because through this audience radio and through your books and through your service to community, sometimes you don't know who you're inspiring to years later on where they may write or may come up to you and say, you know what, I was on the point of this, that, and the other, but hearing your story or hearing your testimony has now launched me into a whole different path. And so we have to use our authentic self to show where we are today and who we can become because life is to be given. And when you give Mm -hmm. life, you're giving wealth and you're giving yourself to breathe breath into someone else. And then that could leave a legacy even when we're gone. And so thank God that you did. And we are so grateful that you have come onto the show to be able to empower. Can you please give the radio audience your information once again, just in case someone may not have heard it the first time? No problem. So everything can be found on my website, www.grantalston.com, G-R-A-N-T-A-L-S-T-O-N.com. You can go there to purchase the book. If you purchase the book through the website, then you get an autographed signed copy shipped to you. You can go there to get to our financial solutions website where you can book a discovery call or you can book any type of financial coaching services. You can go there to be able to sign up for our newsletter. And you also can go there to get to our social media and our social media, Instagram and Facebook pages are at Austin Kingdom, A-L-S-T-O-N-K-I-N-G-D-O-N. Awesome. 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 You know, time always goes by quick when you're having fun and our hour is almost (laughs) up. But Catherine, you have been an inspiration and have empowered many through the OG Inspiration Show. And for that, we thank you so much. Do you have any final words to give to the audience just before we leave? I'm going to let the final words be in your hands. Oh, no problem. I just want to take this opportunity to say thank you, thank you, thank you. OG Inspiration Show. Thank you, Dr. Odell. It has been an honor to be here. I feel so blessed to be able to share with your community. And so I just want to show you my appreciation and say thank you. Um, Just to the audience, I always say this, you know, sometimes we get in our own way and we soak on, you know, everything that went wrong, all of the shoulda, coulda, woulda. Every day that you have life, every day that you wake up, you have been given another opportunity 
to try it again. And so it doesn't matter how many times you have, you feel like you have failed, right? Understand that there is no failure. There is only lesson learned. So take those lessons that you've learned and try it again a different way. But never, ever, ever stop dreaming and never give up on what it is that you're trying to accomplish. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Powerful advice. And so you want to take heed, never stop giving up on what you want to accomplish. And if you do that, you'll live out your purpose and fulfill your destiny. Well, guys, this is all the time we have on the OG Inspiration Show. Until next week, inspiring and empowering you. It's all about you, empowering you to be your best self. This is Dr. Odell Glenn signing off and have an awesome, great week.